Imperial battleship, halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock. I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space, herpy. Give me the remote control. Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman. Impossible! You've made it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas! Welcome, listener, to Starcrashed. In this podcast, we discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. For this episode, we watched Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. My name is Eppa. And my name is Linnea. So, before we get into spoiler territory, would you recommend this movie? Yes, yes, I think I, I would recommend this film. But for just a specific audience, I think. This is not mm. for everyone. If I were to describe the film... I would say it's a fairly low-budget Christmas slashy film from 1984 with uh, some nudity, uh, not a lot, but some. And sort of the picture you get in your head based on that description, that's exactly the kind of movie this is. And if it is your thing, I totally think you should uh, watch Silent Night, Deadly Night because it does have entertainment value. Uh, But if you don't feel like a Christmas, low-budget Christmas slasher film with bare breasts and stuff is your thing, then mm-hmm. then you can skip it. But uh, I think some audiences will really like this one. I think this is the sort of movie you watch with a you know, with someone else or a couple of people and you just want to watch something Christmassy and you don't mind a bunch of nudity and awkward acting and pretty meh plot, to be honest. Uh, then you can watch this. But I have to say that I wouldn't really recommend this to anyone except for that category of people who would enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't really enjoy this and I can certainly enjoy a slasher movie now and then. And uh, it wasn't for me, you know, just putting it out mm. there immediately. So, I mean, you and I, I, I think you as well, we can both watch it for free because as we are recording this, it's still free on YouTube. So... If you want to check it out, I would do it that way and maybe not buy it. Uh, so, yeah. Do you want to get into a, a bit of synopsis, maybe? Yes. So, uh, yeah. We uh, we start out with uh, this family. Uh, uh, a mother, a father and uh, two sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, one very young son and one, uh, I think, around six-year-old son. Uh, they arrive at the mental hospital where they're visiting their grandfather. He's patient there. Uh, the family leaves the oldest son alone with the grandfather because they are gonna go out and do something uh, like like uh, sign a paper or something. I don't remember what it was, but they leave them alone. And the grandfather starts talking to the son Billy and, and uh, says some things about you, you know. Do you know what Santa Claus does? And it's not the it's not the kind of Santa Claus that Billy is familiar with. You know, grandfather says mm. that, you know, how oh, Santa Claus punishes the naughty children. Uh, and this, of course, frightens Billy. And then, uh, as they're driving home from the uh, mental hospital... Can I just... Yeah, yeah sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but do, do you want to discuss that scene and, like, how useful and um, things like that it is? Because I kind of felt uh, after a while that, you know... Maybe it should have just started with them in the car. Maybe, yeah. Because I get, I get that like 
the encounter with the grandfather sort of enhances Billy's fear and like it confirms his fear in like that Santa's a really horrible thing that can that kills you when you've been naughty and like he thinks that he has been naughty so he's like oh no and Santa mm. it comes mm-hmm. true you know I just like it was kind of weird I don't know I don't know what do you think about that well I have an idea maybe what they wanted to do with that scene and it's ah. connected to the end of the film oh, okay. uh, which we can maybe get to when I've Absolutely. explained how the end yeah. <laughs> how the yeah. movie yeah. ends because <laughs> I have an idea there. I don't know if it's if it's correct or not, but we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Go so, for yeah. So uh, as they're driving home from the mental hospital, they are stopped by uh, this man dressed as Santa Claus because he has a flat tire or something like that. But it doesn't end well because <laughs> he's a criminal uh, and he, for really no reason whatsoever, uh, starts killing them. And he uh, kills the father and he kills the mother. And he actually, before he kills her, he sort of rips her clothes off. So Billy gets to see her, um, part of her naked. And this uh, messes with Billy's brain, let's just Mm -hmm. say that. And I believe the younger brother is also killed. But Billy gets away. And we then make a jump in time to a couple of years later. Billy is living in an orphanage run by some nuns. We have uh, Sister Margaret is one of them and Mother Superior, which is another of sort of the main characters there. And Billy is naturally a bit messed up in the head because mm. he of this experience, which naturally, you know, that that is not very surprising. And he draws pictures of you know, Santa Claus being stabbed in the in the breast by a knife and it's bloody and all that. And this uh, upsets Sister Margaret and Mother Superior, obviously. Yeah, Mother Superior mm. doesn't really have the best way of handling this situation. Yeah, because like also they sort of insinuate like that he doesn't know what, what happened to his parents. Like they haven't told yes. him, they haven't talked to him about it. So like he's pretty much just carrying this sort of memory on his own and not being able to uh, channel it into any sort of conversation or anything mm-hmm. with an adult who might like guide him to a sense of uh, closure yeah closure yeah yeah billy at this orphanage he uh, gets to witness one of the nuns having sex with a man i don't actually think we know who the man is mm-hmm. it was just a random dude and uh, mother superior gets very upset by this and he she punishes the couple the man and, and uh, the nun and he, I believe she also, also punishes Billy for this situation. But yeah. she she uses words like punishing, punishment for being naughty. Because mm-hmm. she's sort of trying to, to instill this idea that sex is bad uh, into Billy and, and, and the other couple. So this, of course, messes even more with Billy's head. <laughs> um, and he, I think this sort of triggers some of his memory and he starts to having nightmares. Mm-hmm. And Mother Superior uh, is also upset by this, but he, she's not upset as a sort of uh, out of compassion. She's She thinks it's very bad behavior. So I think she ties him to the bed and uh, that of course makes things so much worse for Billy <laughs> so yeah like I said Mother Superior not very good at handling this situation not a trained psychologist to no no definitely not um, and then we uh, no 
before we 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 gotta make another jump in time, but before we do that, I just want to point out how Mother Superior, when they're celebrating Christmas at the orphanage, she forces Billy to sit in the lap of the Santa Claus they have there, uh, and he's very upset by this, and he actually mm. punches the Santa <laughs> in the face, and for an eight-year-old kid, that was quite a punch, I must say. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so very impressive, uh, and then we make a jump in time to ten years later. Billy is 18 and he seems to have developed into a uh, nice handsome young man Uh, Sister Margaret uh, has helped him get a job at uh, this store sort of a grocery store store, but but yeah sells all kinds of stuff just a store in general so he gets a job there one could say it was a general store (laughs) yeah oh god I'm sorry (laughs) it was late too so bad bad joke (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry Uh, go on (laughs) yes but they are about to celebrate christmas and they have a santa claus uh, at this store and this of course kind of upsets billy but he's so far handling handling it fairly well uh nothing major has happened yet yeah but he's but he still doesn't remember like he still hasn't connected the dots like he doesn't really understand that it's a memory from his childhood i Mm. at least i interpret it that way yes yes he he, he's just yeah, he has flashbacks based on, on this Santa, um, yeah. but he's more insecure, I think, because of these flashbacks than anything else. Yeah, um, yeah. like there's something wrong with him, almost, like it's it's sort of hinting at that, that it's not something that he's like, oh yeah, because that's what's happened to me. Mm. It's more like, oh, I don't know. It's difficult to, to explain properly, but yeah. Yeah, it was also a bit confusing, honestly. It wasn't the most clear message in the film, I think. Yeah, um, which is mm, fine, but yeah, yeah. Uh, he Billy has a colleague at this store called Pamela, and he sort of hinted that he has a bit of a crush on her, and he I believe has a dream uh, at home uh, about mm. how he's having sex with Pamela, but because of the teachings of Mother Superior, he of course thinks uh, sex is bad, sex is naughty. So mm. in his dream. Pamela is killed by a man in a Santa Claus suit. Uh, and this messes with Billy's brain even more. You know, this yeah. continuous <laughs> event ha- <laughs> happening here. And then at the store, the Santa Claus they are having there is injured and has to uh, cancel being Santa, basically. So Billy is put in as a temporary Santa. Uh, and this is really not a good idea. It, he beginning it seems to work out but he's very sort of uncomfortable in the situation and when he he's uh, talking to the children he's very like you know oh, just sit still be quiet i don't you know mm. stuff like that very very uncomfortable uh sister margaret hears about this and she's obviously upset because she figures this is not a good idea to have billy mm. as a santa and she's right <laughs> definitely yeah. right um so after uh, closing the store at i don't know if it's christmas eve or maybe the day before christmas or something like that uh the uh, personnel are having a party and drinking and getting drunk and all that uh, and combined with alcohol, you know, everyone there is drinking alcohol, including Billy. Uh, mm. And combined with him seeing Pamela uh, making out with uh, one of his other colleagues. Who's an absolute douchebag. Yes. <laughs> so rude and mean and lazy and everything. You just, oh. Yeah, yeah, really it. not a very nice dude. And also the store manager, uh, Mr. Sims, uh, sort of drunkenly goes up to Billy and start talking 
you know poorly phrased things uh like yeah. uh, do you know or you know what santa does christmas eve right you know stuff like this stuff like yeah. you know mrs sims is talking about how santa is giving gifts to children but to billy it sounds like he's talking about how santa punishes the naughty and he of course thinks that pamela and his colleague are being naughty so he follows them and uh, he sees this colleague i don't remember his name uh, but the not very nice dude billy sees him trying to force pamela into sex so he kills his colleague and then he also proceeds to kill Pamela. <laughs> Even though yeah. he was having a crush on her, she was about to have sex and that is naughty. So she must be killed. And he does. Yeah. Uh, Even and, like yeah. being raped is, yes. is yes. being naughty. I mean, according to his in, logic. So. Yeah, in Billy's, Billy's head, that is the case. And then he proceeds to uh, kill the manager, Mr. Sims, and also the fourth uh, colleague that was at the store. And um, uh, then he leaves the store and goes... Who knows where? We don't really know where he's mm. headed at this point. Uh, Sister Margaret arrives at the store and finds the dead bodies and figures out what has happened. And then we cut to a couple that are about to have sex at uh, on a billiard table. <laughs> because why, why not? <laughs> and the girl hears like the, the jingle of a bell and she thinks it's a cat that wants to go in. So she, she sort of interrupts this uh, sexy time and goes to the door and she does let the cat in the cat was there but billy was also there and he was sort of he, he was also the the bells on his santa claus suit that was also yeah. sort of jingling and she, he kills the girl and then he also kills uh the boy she was about to have sex with uh but in the same house is also a little girl i don't know maybe eight nine years of age or something like that yeah and billy asks her you know have you been naughty and she says no i haven't so he doesn't kill her because in his logic that means that you know he shouldn't do anything to her so but he does give her his bloody knife which is just like <laughs> okay <laughs> worst gift ever definitely and you can kind of tell on the girl she's like what the fuck is this like, thank you um <laughs> that was i actually kind of liked that she was like was... writing a list every year for santa is obviously meaningless because when you do that all you get is a bloody mm -hmm, mm -hmm. post office cutter <laughs> so uh, sister margaret goes to the police and they start uh hunting billy and they are sort of uh suspecting that he might be making his way to the orphanage and to mm. mother superior and then we cut to a couple of young teenagers that are out sledding in the forest and one of them gets his head cut off by billy uh, mm. I'm not entirely sure what the point of that scene was because why did kill Billy kill those people? Well, um, there were two boys at first who yes. were going sledding, and yes. then there were two like maybe a bit older, and they took mm -hmm. their sl sleds. And, ah, uh, yes. So there they was... stole. They were being naughty, so they yeah. stole. Yeah. Uh, how he saw this is a uh, different. Like that's a different question. But, yes. Uh, he has a sixth sense it comes with the suit so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good explanation as any uh definitely yeah. <laughs> uh and then we again cut back to the police who is uh hunting billy and one of them is at the orphanage and he does see a santa uh that is uh walking across the lawn to the orphanage 
and he thinks it's Billy and he shoots him and kills him. But then it turns out he was not Billy. It was yeah. oh God, yeah. Father Brian or something and he was yeah. deaf. Death, <laughs> death Father Brian who has put on a Santa suit to be nice to the orphan children. It's so horrible. Yes. It's so horrible. He was and probably he, very killed. nice and yeah, everything. He's... He's killed in front of the children. It's just yeah, it's oh like the God. worst scenario ever. Like they're seeing their father Brian or whatever his name was, being killed. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah, it's like the most sad scene in this whole thing. Yes, very very sad. Uh, so yeah, they are sort of obviously upset by this and obviously thinking, you know, okay, so this was not Billy. Where is Billy then? Uh, eventually, Billy does arrive to the orphanage and he goes in and he rises he, he raises his axe and he's about to strike Mother Superior but he gets mm. shot by the police before that can happen. Yeah. But as a sort of ending twist, one of the boys at the orphanage has been listening to, to what Billy said to Mother Superior and mm. as Billy lies there dying, he says naughty and the implication is of course that this kid is now as messed up as billy was yeah exactly (laughs) and that's why they can make a new movie yes i mean there is there is at least four of these films that i'm aware of so Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but to to uh, go back to what you were talking about earlier regarding the beginning i was sort of thinking Mm. that maybe what they wanted to do since they they sort of implied here at the end that there was this new boy that was sort of going to take over after Billy, you can say. Mm. I was sort of thinking that maybe it was the same thing with the grandfather. We don't really know what the grandfather is in the mental hospital for, but maybe like Mm. Billy took over from him because of what he did. Maybe he didn't kill anyone, but sort of, you know, he obviously had some weird ideas of what Santa was. So I don't know, maybe. Well, I I think that maybe like the grandfather had some sort of mental mental illness that um, made him paranoid and mm-hmm. um, I mean something he, the way he spoke was very peculiar and he also like he, he, he didn't say anything when the parents were in the room and as soon as they left he turned to uh, the to young Billy and just did blurted this thing out and as soon as the parents came back he sort of went back to normal so some some sort of you know that's just not that's not alzheimer's that is something else going on mm-hmm. you know so maybe they're hinting like there's some sort of mental illness here and you know the, the repeated horrible things that happens to billy and you know also his little brother uh, it just it's too much for someone who might be a bit inclined to something like that to mm-hmm. in the beginning i don't know maybe because i like like i said i think that it was kind of this um I wasn't too impressed with starting the movie with that sort of introduction scene, you know, with Santa and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have just done with like the two parents who were having, I think they were having some sort of argument or something. I don't rem- know if I rem- remember incorrectly, but like maybe they're being a bit angry and maybe mean to each other. And just like in a conversation before that uh, sort of fight Maybe the dad turns to Billy and he says, oh, you better be good or naughty because like Santa always um, gets nice gifts to the kids and punish, you know, something that maybe the parent is saying. And then, you know, like just moments later after his parents are being naughty because they're having a fight or something, then they're pulling over because of this uh, Santa who's uh, trying to make it seem like he needs help with his car. And then then they're killed. So he's like, oh, no. I need to do what dad says just before he died, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. 
so we kind of got in a little bit to like why we would or would not recommend this movie but what do you think about the movie like overall in a story-wise kind of deal it is, it is a cult film and i think even the second uh, silent night deadly night 2 is also considered a bit of a cult film and the whole garbage day meme comes from mm. the second one so mm. it, so it is uh, quite famous i think to some extent i do enjoy watching these kind of of films you know the the cult films and the sort of not necessarily good films from a critical standpoint but still entertaining to some extent and i did find this entertaining but i also found it that it dragged a little bit like the whole santa slasher thing and also the nudity i mean i didn't mind that at mm. all i had fun with that but when you really look at it there's not a lot of content in it like not a lot actually happens uh if you know what i mean it's yeah it's just it's blood and tits and if you want to watch that for an hour sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i just like comparing it to the movie that opened the same weekend uh, is nightmare on elm street so ah. this is the same year even the same weekend and nightmare on elm street i mean it's been a few years and i since i saw that last time but that's a very good slasher uh, keeping that in mind like which one would i have gone to you know if if i'd been alive back then i'd probably gone to nightmare on elm street maybe and that would have been the better choice in my opinion but it was very popular though just like just as a side note but a lot of people did not enjoy the whole santa aspect like people were really upset that you were kind of you know ruining <laughs> tainting santa claus <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is kind of what makes it better than just you know tits and gore <laughs> <laughs> because it i mean it, it is kind of like he has the beard down though for a lot of you know when he's hunting people and everything but mm -hmm. it is kind of entertaining to have like a fat santa running around with his axe you know an axe which in christmas times are usually used to cut down christmas trees so i do like the whole christmas themed killings mm. like we have the one guy being strangled with christmas lights uh, we have one person being paled by antlers mm -hmm. uh, which is on a reindeer animal i think it was like a deer or something mm. and you know the whole being you know someone being chopped their head chopped off when they're going on a sleigh so the sleigh keeps running with them on it and then it falls over so the christmas themed killings i enjoyed i th I think we would probably have had a different experience with this this if we had actually watched it as young kids in the 80s yeah. because yeah Good very much i think of the sort of the the scandalous nature of this comes from mm. it messing with 80s sensibilities uh, i don't remember exactly when the whole um uh, you know campaign against uh, rpgs and such started but i think it was somewhere around this point uh mm. where you know oh it's 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 devil worship and all you know that sort of thing and i think if you lived in that environment then seeing seeing this movie would have felt sort of oh it's kind of naughty isn't it you know so yeah i think that would have been more more of a 
life-changing experience maybe than what we see it today because now it's just like oh you know it's a slashy film with the guy in a santa suit it's not that yeah <laughs> it's not that strange <laughs> yeah exactly yeah true so maybe i would have gone and seen this one in the in 1984 maybe i was speaking too early before <laughs> because that's a very good point like in the context it's a whole different beast than what it is now so the question kind of goes down to like has it aged well or not and um I mean, the it, the way it looks, uh, I think it has aged fine. Uh, you know, the special effects. Uh, you know, the I I liked them. They were they yeah. were sufficiently gory and and uh, good looking. But I think it's it's more what we talked about right now. That you know, sort of the, the context in which we experience this whole mm. Santa is a killer scenario has changed, and in that way, it hasn't aged very well. And just like as another like thing to add to the whole like this was very controversial like uh, Robert Brian Wilson who played Billy uh, he apparently said like in a magazine from the same year that he was so ashamed by the controversy of like having Santa Claus being tainted and whatever mm-hmm. that he told family and friends to not go see the thing oh. <laughs> just avoid it <laughs> yeah he was so ashamed which actors were you the most impressed with or were your favorites in that regard yeah, I, I don't know if I really had a favorite among them. I think they all did pretty good work. You know, Billy, both the young Billy, you know, the kids, they were mm. they were pretty good too. And also mm. uh, older Billy, he had this sort of... I mean, it, as he... After he had become this murderer, he had a very blank look to his face. But I think yeah. that was intentional and that was, that was a good look because he is at this point just cold you know he, yeah. he he doesn't really have emotions anymore he's just a killing machine and i think he pulled that off pretty good and also the other actress she, you know mother superior she was mm. you know you hated her and you were supposed yeah. to hate her and, and you know she succeeded with that so um i don't really i don't have a favorite but i thought all the actors pulled, pulled off their roles uh, very yeah. well i agree and like just adding to that billy is portrayed because like the guy who plays him is kind of good looking. He looks like a very nice, uh, friendly 18 year old who goes to the gym a bit. Yeah. And he looks like um, like a friendly teddy bear almost. Like he looks very nice, you know. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, uh, I think he was an interesting choice in that regard as well. Like you have this very nice, friendly looking person and then he becomes this really horrible, twisted version <laughs> of his Santa Claus even though he still look has a pretty face you know yeah I think it, I think it was a pretty good choice of actor yeah. for Billy yeah um, definitely but yeah like kind of wrapping up the discussion about like the actors and their acting and how good and bad it was like everything everything was everyone was uh, all right they were decent and if they hadn't been this could have been a way worse movie like it could have been really hard to watch at points but I think the people that needed to be entertaining and kind of funny and you know you laughing at them they were that way so uh, I think everyone did a decent job even though I did say in like the recommend part that I was like oh awkward acting there wasn't any really awkward acting I was just being dramatic but yeah so (laughs) moving on so what's your opinion on the nudity in this movie? Uh, I didn't mind it really it is 
you know, it, it, it's not so graphic that it turns into almost porn. It's not enough for that. But, you know, you you do get your tits and, and naked upper part of bodies. Uh, mm. I didn't mind it. You know, it's not everyone's tastes. If you really, really want to avoid all nudity, this is not mm. the film for you. But like I said in the beginning, you know, it is mostly a film about blood and tits. And uh, mm. I didn't mind it. I, you know, I I thought it was fun for the kind of movie that it is. Yeah, I think this is the genre. This is the genre. It is like this. There's not it much is, you can... Yeah, it's kind of an exploitation film to some extent. Yeah, this is what you get when you watch an exploitation film. Like, if you want to critique this movie for the nudity and nudity in the, in the um, context of violence, then you kind of need to critique the whole genre in itself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm not comfortable with leaving it like, oh, well, this is the genre and I'm fine with nudity because like, I do think that the, you, I want to comment on that in some way beyond that, you know? Mm-hmm. I do think that there is an issue with having like nudity and in particular female nudity, as is mostly the case, in context with violence. And like in this movie, there is the whole very explicit sexual connection between sex and violence because he's connecting these things like in his brain because of these horrible things that are happening like these horrible things that he's um, encountering Uh, so in that regard it's at least doing something with that you know I'm not a massive fan of having females being murdered when they're having sex or if they're in a compromised situation where they're half clothed or something like that Um, and that is just my my viewpoint on mm-hmm. that thing yeah, as a whole. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very good point. And, and I think in this movie in particular, it is somewhat motivated. Uh, you know, they, they yeah, sort of yeah. set up that, that, that was situation. What I was yeah. Up yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you're just looking at the, these kinds of films in general, yes, obviously that, that is a problem about how we, we focused maybe too much on the female nudity and and in the context in which the female nudity happens yeah oh you're so good with words (laughs) my god (laughs) i'm sitting here like um um, slurred and everything and you're just like (laughs) thank you (laughs) soak it up yes (laughs) so yes i mean i i I, I don't uh, I have the same issue as you have yeah with I know you do with that so. <laughs> problem yes but like the nudity in itself or how should I say the, the the nudity as a concept for these films I have an issue with that but the nudity yeah. in particular in this film didn't annoy me you know like I, I didn't yeah sure act- because not, neither one of us is approved that's not the yeah, the point yeah. we're trying to like get across here like it's just uh, when you when you're constantly connecting. F- female nakedness with violence acts against those females uh, you're actually part of breeding a problem mm-hmm. like if if someone's offended by that comment then they need to look at their own opinions i'm guessing yes. I'm, yeah. i don't mean to be salty or anything <laughs> in this podcast because it's supposed to be a fun podcast but i can't i can't let something like this just slip you know <laughs> so mm-hmm. anyways but i yeah i must say you know as a bisexual woman i don't mind seeing some breasts sometimes so that was nice 
which is fine. <laughs> but you do, but you do also don't want them being stabbed the second after. No, no. <laughs> For True. reasons. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say on that? No, I think we covered everything I wanted to say. What do you think about horror movies and like action movies and things like that having a Christmas theme? I like it. I'm not one who enjoys Christmas films in general. I think mm. a lot of Christmas films, if we just look at Christmas films overall, I think they're maybe a bit too sugary sweet for my taste. Um, and they are often very um, sentimental. And I'm not a very sentimental person uh mm. like my personality is n- not at all like that i love christmas and i love hanging out with my family at christmas but i don't feel like i have that strong a connection to christmas like like i don't know you know exactly how to say it but i think no I, I get i get what you're going at yeah if it's just a movie maybe a comedy or maybe just a drama or something about Christmas and something happens in Christmas and then it has this oh sugary sweet happy ending you know there's a place for those movies but I usually don't like them uh, so I actually think a movie like this Silent Night Deadly Night if I were ever to start a tradition where I watch a Christmas film every year at Christmas this mm. would be uh, it would be this kind of film maybe not this film in particular but something like this mm. because I enjoy this sort of combination with Christmas, I guess. Isn't Die Hard a Christmas movie? Like, I think that's set in Christmas, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's an uh... excellent Christmas movie to watch then. Because <laughs> that movie's awesome. <laughs> and also Night After the Comet, or no? Night yeah, After the Comet. True. Yeah. Another great Christmas movie. I like watching Christmas movies around Christmas. It's not something that I'm like actively seeking out to watch like oh, i'm gonna watch a movie so it has to be christmas themed but if there's a television series or something and they're having a christmas theme i, I kind of like it you know we're getting uh, really close to christmas it's like four weeks away right okay moving on then to our next segment which is re- replace an actor to improve the movie and the concept is you're in a time machine and you can bring any actor from any era to replace one actor in this movie who would you bring well i'm sorry linia but i i can't really think of anyone that i want to bring to this movie uh i think it is uh it's a decent movie and i don't think i have the imagination to fix or make it funnier or anything i think it is what it is uh, anyway mm-hmm. if that makes sense no, no, I I agree. You know, it's not a flawless film. It has its problems, but the problems mm. are not the actors. Uh, yeah, exactly. So why don't we move on to relationship wreck then? Fantasize about a romantic relationship that we don't see in the movie, but you want it to happen, aka ship it. Do you have any? Not really. It's not a movie that spends a lot of time on characters, developing characters, or in any way investigating a character, you, I suppose you can say, other than Billy. You know, Billy is mm. very well uh, set up. Mm. But the other ones are pretty blank slates, honestly. And they are supposed to be because it is a movie pretty much just about Billy. So that's natural, I think. But... Because they are such blank slates, I don't really felt like I wanted to ship anyone. I agree totally. I mean, I really have to stretch my imagination to have this happen, you know, in my (laughs) brain. But I'm thinking like Billy and Pamela, and Pamela was the girl that he worked with at the store. There was some chemistry between them, and I think that they both seem to be nice 
uh, people, you know, um, despite Billy being an absolute murderous maniac uh, <laughs> after a while. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the two of them would have been cute, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was something like that already. Just imagine, even though, you know, Billy was the temporary Santa at this store. Mm. And that was sort of messing with his head. But imagine if Pamela had chosen to make out with Billy instead of the other guy. I think we would have seen uh, a very different film. I think Pamela could have maybe not healed Billy completely, but but been a good influence on him. I'm saying mm, on that mm-hmm. because <laughs> I kind of feel like him, uh, well, partly having that sort of weird speech thing, all the conversation with Mr. Sims, and then seeing Pamela and the other douchebag together. But I kind of feel like as they would have been like if B- Billy and Pamela would have started to mess around it could have triggered him as well and he would have just like reached for whatever uh, thing he has close to him and just whacked her in the head and we would have had the same thing well then yeah. he wouldn't have been in his Santa suit but I, I'm guessing like he would have wanted to punish himself for being naughty somehow anyway so maybe maybe not yeah yeah i i see your point too and yeah. uh, i think he should have had therapy that would have been great for him <laughs> yes yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah moving on to bang bond blast this is our version of fuck mary kill and it's in that order and the selection is billy mother superior and mr sims who would you choose linia <laughs> oh you really picked the worst ones in this didn't you i know (laughs) Uh, okay so mr sims he was the store manager i think we mentioned his name earlier but just for context he's the store manager and he is not old per se but i think he's middle-aged or slightly above middle-aged mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Mother Superior is uh, older and Billy is 18. So um, I would, I mean I don't really want any of these, but I would bang <laughs> Billy because he is cute and handsome even though he's a maniac, he's, mm. he's handsome. And then I would blast Mother Superior because she's a fucking idiot mm. and a bitch and just a very mm. unpleasant human being uh, and then I would bond Mr. Sims even though he's not really the best guy in the world he does have a job you know <laughs> he's steady seems, income yeah steady income seems like a stable guy maybe drinks a little bit too much you know on the party there in the mm. store but but you know that's fine I, I think I could live with him <laughs> so I would bond him Oh my god. Well, you said this was a hard choice, like a hard bunch to pick from, but I'm actually going to do the exact same thing. I'm not even being like, I'm not even going to try to do something imaginative, like other than what you did, because yeah, uh, I'm kind of like on the fence if I want to bang or or blast Billy, just because like if he is a murderous Santa, then I don't really want to bang him and then just let him continue with that. So hmm, you know what? Yeah, I'll take one for the team. I'm blasting Billy. Sorry, hot body. Uh, and I'm... Oh, God, I can't I can't believe it. Oh, okay, I'm back. Oh. <laughs> You're going to bang Mother Superior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Can I take it back? Okay, don't be a baby. Okay, I'm banging your Mother Superior. <laughs> I can't, I can't, no, no, I'm banging Billy, I'm blasting Mother Superior, and I'm bonding Mr. Sims, just because Mr. Sims 
He can laugh. He has a steady income. That's fine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I feel like I dodged the bullet there. God damn. <laughs> Sorry, Mother Superior. <sighs> oh, I'm almost sweating here. That was intense. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you had put uh, Sister Margaret on this uh, selection, uh, it would have been different. But Mother much, Superior is... Much easier choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She was pretty, but Mother Superior, yeah. she's like, she's not an alternative at all. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Margaret was pretty and nice, so I mean, it would have yeah. been a way, way easier selection. But uh, nope, we're not here to be easy. Oh, you can't see it. Oh, God. <laughs> this isn't my mother tongue, if you can't tell. <laughs> so, Linnea, why don't you argue why this shouldn't win a Gordon? And a Gordon is, of course, our version of the Oscars. So I think this should win a Gordon in the category of uh, most variation in uh, Christmas-themed murders. Well, cool. And you know what? It won. (laughs) (laughs) As always, it won. (laughs) It didn't have any other one competing in this category, but I mean, a win is a win, so who cares? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night should win an Oscar for best... Uh, Should win a Gordon, you mean? Oh, did I say Oscar? Ah. Whoops! Freudian slip or something. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think that this should win a Gordon for best satanistic Christmas decoration. And I am, of course, talking about the poor impaled girl on the (laughs) antlers. I think something like that made with papier-mâché or however you say that in English I have no idea and you need to google that for me is a very good Christmas decoration for someone who is inclined to believe in Satan yeah yeah I I will go for that yes yes yeah so Ebba uh, should this be remade in 2019 what do you think well my opinion is this there is actually a remake done in 2012 uh, it's called Silent Night. Like it's loosely based on Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. Uh, I have no idea how good or bad that is, but obviously it's already been done. And I think that there is a lot with uh, the sort of Christmas lore in general that um, you can do things with instead. Uh, you don't need a person in a Santa costume. That sort of exact formula when there is a lot else to do. Mm-hmm. So no, I'd say... We don't need. Actually, there is one too many, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my opinion. What's what's yours? <laughs> no, I think I agree with you on that. I think sort of as what we touched on before, a lot of the sort of uniqueness of this film is when you put it in context of when it was made. You know, a killer Santa Claus. That was much mm. more a big thing in the 80s than it is now. We wouldn't be that scandalized by that kind of film. It could mm. still, even if we did make a remake in 2019, it could still be entertaining, but it wouldn't be quite the same thing. And if we do have Silent Night from 2012, then I kind of feel like we've already covered a modern take on this this story. Yeah. So, no, I, I agree. I don't think we need another one. So, listener, have you seen Silent Night, Deadly Night? We want to know what you think, so go to our Facebook page uh, at StarCrashed Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, Join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk about Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Merry Christmas! Oh my god, I'm so dorky. (laughs) Bye! Bye! (laughs) 